Yo, 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 welcome back to Hospitality MD Live. And uh, today we are picking up the conversation where we left off yesterday, which is all about hotel human resources. Um, before we get into our subjects for today, for everybody tuning in for the first time, welcome. Um, for those of you who don't know us, we're all hoteliers and uh, hospitalitarians, and we like to talk about hospitality. For those of you who do know us, nice to see you again. And uh, yeah, so we do this several times a week at night. At least we're we're kind of newly starting this late night PM shift hospitality thing. So if you don't want to miss it, be sure to subscribe, like this video, comment on this video, share this video follow if you're on LinkedIn, all the things that help the algorithm show us to people. So, um, but yeah, so anyway, um, last night we had a conversation about, um, like hotel work expectations. That was kind of how the conversation started. Um, and we shared a nice post about, um, you know, working hours and stuff for people. And then the conversation kind of, uh, ended being something about human resources and different types of human resources structures for, for hotels. And we really got riffing and then we realized we're way over our time. So we decided we'd pick it up today. So I wanted to start today's episode by, um, first of all, saying that neither one of us or neither three of us have ever worked in, uh, human resource let alone in a hotel human resource, but we're all experts because we work closely with human resources directors. We work closely with, um, you know, different human resources professionals. We've seen different structures of human resources in hotels, and we all have opinions on what works and what doesn't and what's optimal and what's suboptimal. Um, but to get our conversation started, I thought I would share a two statistics. So first of all, hospitality turnover is high. 6% of employees on average across the industry will turn over each month compared to a 3.7% average turnover rate across all industries. And this is according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So 3% versus 3.7, excuse me, 6% in hospitality compared to a um, all industry average of 3.7%. So there's that. And then second statistic, Cornell University School of Hotel Administration estimated the average cost of hotel turnover per employee to be $5,864. For a small hotel with 100 employees, that loss could equate to more than $35,000 per month, assuming monthly turnover meets industry norms. So what do we take away from that? Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that right off the bat? I know that's kind of a lot of information, but. I will, <laughs> I will ask you guys, um, do your properties measure hotel turnover at your location as a monthly metric? No, I'm going to go with no. I don't know the answer, but I'm going to go with no. I'm going to say no. And I'm going to say that none of the properties I've ever worked at do it. Right. I'm going to go with that as well. So yeah. what, 
but it clearly affects the business. That's clearly a statistic that we should be focusing on is minimizing that percentage. What can we do, you know, to, to care for our people? Or is it, is that what's going on? What's going on there? What's, what is that? Hap- what's happening? Right. And I think that's if a we great did measure point. It, how would we, like, if you follow the salt scores, for example, if you're, you know, or, or whichever platform you use, you're measuring a certain variation of metrics, trying to get good scores across the board with guest services or housekeeping or the restaurant or whatever it might be. Why don't we do internal measurements? So that's a, a, a great, uh, great point. I think first it's like, okay, like that kind of begs the question of like, what is the job of hotel human resources, right? Or human resources period, but particularly because of our business, we're talking about hotels and hospitality. So for some hotels, it may look different to some people. So like, I guess maybe defining what we think that they should be doing or what the impact or role of human resources to me, I think is a good place to like really start so we are all on an even playing field so before we get into it anybody tuning in let us know in the comments what what you think about that what do you think the role of human resources is in a hotel and what's their biggest priority um in the meantime i don't know greg do you want to i've always i've always been told or at least i i should say always i was told at one point that human resources is there to protect the business ultimately they're there to protect the business but from there you can branch out to different things right protecting the business from lawsuits protecting the business from um you know improperly firing somebody unemployment claims is one part of it but i think this can tie into it as well protecting the business from that high turnover rate and spending thirty five thousand dollars a what'd you say a month a month for one employee potentially for one employee and you know especially at a small hotel it's specified for small hotels and small hotels don't have 35,000 let alone big hotels don't have 35,000 let alone small hotels yeah. think about that going into your budget season here how is that going to affect your bottom line really really good point there so tom you're like do we measure turnover no and then people are going to say the people who don't measure turnover are going to say and not, not that you have to. I get, If it's a problem, I think you should measure it. If you don't have a problem, why waste your time measuring something that's not a problem? But people are going to say, uh, people who have high turnover might say um, they're going to also fire people who don't <laughs> hit their budget, but maybe they're not hitting their, their budget because not for revenues excluded, but they're not hitting their profitability a part of the budget because Maybe because they're spending too much money because they don't have any help and the help is inconsistent and it keeps turning over. Um, I would even push back on on that, Kyle. Like, why, you know, why only measure it if it's a problem? I think that you're always measuring certain metrics to to improve your bottom line at the end of the day. Like, it's just kind of dollar for dollar, you will make more money with less turnover. Like, uh, Like Greg was saying, like, at the end of the day, it's a business. But if you're really concerned about the business, then this is a metric you should be concerned about. So why does it cost money when someone turns over? That's what someone, I'm just asking the innocent question here. Well, part of it's wasted training, additional, you know, wasted money you spend on training them for them to, to leave, no matter how quickly they leave. 
turnover is going to happen regardless, right? People are going to move on. But if it's happening after they've been there for two, three, four weeks, you know, you have a problem there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You reposting positions sometimes cost money. Um, the overtime you have to pay your current employees to cover those gaps also starts to add up. So there's, I mean, those, those are some of the ways that I can think of off the top of my head where that would affect that bottom line. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think like, this is why like hotel human resources, particularly it's very, very important because the hotel industry is so wide and so deep, you know, you, in some places you're dealing with a mixture of domestic and international labor. You could have people coming in on visas to work. You could have labor unions at play. You could have, um, multilingual, multi-ethnic um, staff all in the same location. And you also have a mix of like executive and white collar and then blue collar work. So this is all happening under one roof of a real estate asset at the end of the day of what, of what traditionally is a, is a basically a cash flowing real estate asset, which has its own set of liabilities, compliance and food and beverage. You have, health code and other stuff that has to be adhered to or people, um, you know, food handlers certified or, 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 you know, food manager certified, all this different stuff that kind of falls under the umbrella of human resources, um, which is not typical for all businesses. Plus you have the added knowing that the turnover rate is high in hospitality, partly I would imagine because of all of those, um, all those um, realities I just mentioned, um, it, you know, if you have, a, you're comparing hospitality to a banking industry, for example, where maybe people are going to be more tenured, it's more of a career, you have a job, you're there for a long time, versus someone is a dishwasher, is there a college student, and then they go to, they go back to school or whatever, like, it's just not the same. It's It's not even though these are multi-million dollar businesses, you have people who in some cases are making $2 and 13 cents an hour as a server um, or, or in a tipped role working inside of a multi-million dollar cash flowing real estate asset alongside highly paid executives, managers, et cetera. So it's very, very interesting dichotomy in the hotel space. Um, but I, I do think that um, the role of, of human resources, yes, is to protect the business and by doing so protecting the turnover of the employees, but also because we have benefits that are associated, like just think about like a team member travel program, the administration of that, that's a lot of work. If you have a couple hundred employees, even if you have 50 employees, it's a lot of work. If you have no help, everyone's coming down asking, Hey, I need my team member benefits. What do I do? I can't log in. My password's expired. I don't have the info. Like, just think about that one thing alone that has nothing to do with work. If, if Brooke's here, I don't know if she's in the chat, but she'll say, go see Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is is Brooke? She was here yesterday, right? She was in here yesterday. Yeah. I, I what you said like something about it sounded like you recognize her. I don't know who she is, but yeah, she's I, at I, your hotel. Yes, she is. HR. Yeah, and um, it's over multiple hotels actually. Is she based out of your hotel? Yeah, yeah, she's based out of uh, my hotel. 
Okay, great. So how many hotels does she oversee? Let's, uh, let's talk about Brooke for a second. I... <laughs> Sorry, Brooke. Um, <laughs> we could say I think it's anywhere from six to eight, I believe. It's a now, lot of hotels. She, yeah, so she's not like the only human resource person for those hotels. So, But if they have Turner over in that position, she's the one that handles some of that. A lot of it. So six to eight hotels. Do, do we know how many employees that is? I don't. I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure that our hotel is the biggest one that she um, that she oversees, but I'm not entirely sure. And okay. I think I think we're somewhere around 80 employees right now. It's not a lot of. Sorry, I hate to say it. That's not a lot of employees. <laughs> well, I know. I know we're, we're it's 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 growing. It's for growing. One hundred ninety-two yeah. rooms. Correct. With like what fifteen thousand square feet space, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, three meal a day restaurant. Yes. Eighty employees, but that's where people are at right now, right? That's just where people are. It's not your fault. It's just that's where people are. That's where the industry is. 80 employees for 15,000 square feet, 192 rooms, um, airport property, three meal a day restaurant, shuttle, uh, 24 hour shuttle service. At least I don't know. <laughs> is is that is that true? No, we no, we're not 24 hour uh, shuttle, but we're I mean 5:30 a.m. to 11 yeah, p.m. So right when people need to be there. Yeah, big chunk of the day. Yeah. So um, do, and again, if we don't, if Brooke, you're doing great, okay? But how is this working for you? Like, do you feel like having HR for eight hotels is, how do you feel about that? Am I uh, am I answering for her? She's, I don't know. I don't think she's No, here. for you, I mean, like, as the operator of the hotel, as a hotelier, how do you feel oh, about? Oh, how do I feel about it? Because right, like, like you, how you <laughs> sounded like you asked Brooke. I was like, she's not. No, here. I'm like Brooke. You're doing great, no matter what Greg says. Like, I'm sure you're trying. Oh, your best. whoa, you're whoa. You know I mean, I I don't Brooke's, know what you're gonna say, but Brooke's awesome. What are you talking yeah. about? No, she's great. But look at look at like um this this week, she, last week she was um out of town, visiting a property. This week she's out of town visiting a property. I think she's gone again next week. Right. So think about the challenge that is as her being our main human resource person. If people need something. Thankfully, you know, we have a general manager that jumps in and he's just going to handle human resource things as he needs to. But, you know, she still has to make sure our payroll's done. Any hiring we do, everything has to be done. It's uh, <laughs> Craig role playing. It's Brooke. I, I should. Right. Um, <laughs> Dylan it's great to see you buddy thanks again you are like we need to like do something for you for tuning in and and being with us I think we this need to have great. Dylan on yeah actually so Dylan can we get a commitment right now that you will be a guest on the show we're expecting a response <laughs> um, Minus but the delay. for real I just want to take a moment to just say this about Dylan here's a man who has his own hotel who works hard. He has an award-winning hotel and he's spending his time in his evening 
participating in a conversation about hospitality with people. No wonder he's got an award-winning hotel. This is what he do. He's eating it. He's living it. He's breathing it. He's sleeping it. Um, you know, we were talking today about wanting to do this program as often as we can at night and the significance of at night. Um, because we feel that as today, as we're continuing our conversation from yesterday, it's almost like we're just a group of peers who's meeting at the local tavern for some drinks and conversation about our day after we worked. Um, so we hope that you all feel the same way about that. And there's anything that we can do to cultivate that feeling for you. Let us know. Maybe we'll start drinking on the show. Um, if that's uh, something that I, th I think, I think Glenn and Craig have that that part covered already and they're Friday night. Or maybe we'll eat dinner and talk at the same, maybe we'll, we're going to eat and do the show at the same time. Um, right. It'll be an AS, so it's going to be Tom, ASMR, <laughs> hospitality and food all Tom, happening. Tom got a head start. Uh, we right. don't hear, and he's no, muted right now. I know it. This man is muted. Oh, uh, damn. You're, you're lucky too. <laughs> But so that's that's our goal. And I just want to say thank you to Dylan for showing up again and being in the comments. Uh, OK, so for people on audio, I'm just going to read this so people know what's going on. So Dylan is saying it's a bit of a, a bit more of a dual role. I'm on the West Coast and I watch our arrivals on PM to ensure they're all set. Then I head out. This is the very end of my day. This man is logging in remotely to his property management system to ensure that his team is set for success for the meat and potatoes of he, the operation. Or he might still be there. From I take it as he's still there, which, of course, he can clarify. But Oh, he's on the West Coast. So it's, yeah, yeah. thank you for saying that. So West Coast, meaning he's like, so right now it's probably 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. West Coast time. So I don't know if you're still there. God bless you. You're probably on your 12th hour right now. Um, but even if you're not there, God bless you for doing this, keeping up with your team, whether it's remotely or in person, and then taking your time to have a supplementary hospitality conversation with people. Um, we really appreciate you. And you still didn't answer the question about if you wanted to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to talk to you about your award-winning hotel and your and what you do to be successful, because uh, I'm sure a lot of people could learn from you. Well, he already started telling us there. He's making sure the PM shift is good on their arrivals yeah. at 7 o'clock at night. That's point of impact right there. Really That's is. point of impact. Um, because, like, as a GM – you had and now our conversation is shifting kind of shifting well we yeah we want to kind of get but this is a but this is also a dinner dinner time post day conversation where sometimes things go a little off track so i'm sorry but i just have to riff on this for a second so sometimes as a gm you awesome thanks dylan so everyone you'll you'll be seeing dylan on the show here pretty soon we'll reach out to you um but as a GM and you're responsible for the business, you have a corporate office, you have the ownership, you have all these things. So you have to be there during the day to handle the business. Um, I don't know what kind of infrastructure you have, Dylan, but I would imagine that, you know, at a hotel, you're doing human resources yourself. I know you said yesterday you have cluster human resources. So you're handling the day-to-day -day HR, more than likely day-to-day -day accounting, AR, AP stuff like that, coding invoices doing deposits for cash, um, you know, stuff of that nature that and meetings with owners and corporate office that require you to be there during the day. Um, 
dealing with clients. You're probably selling as well, I would imagine, um, or at least working closely with your um, corporate sales support. So all this stuff that has to happen during the day, but you still make time for the point of impact, which is the guests and the team and making sure that the most important part of any uh, hotel experience, which is the point of arrival and the check-in experience for, for especially for a select service hotel where that's, that's it. You got that to, you need to do that and you need to do it very well. So um, that's just what you have to do sometimes when you're a leader. Uh, and I think Dylan, like we'll have you on and we'll talk about it, but people might say, how could you possibly be happy doing that? I'm sure you'll tell us maybe you're not happy. I think you are. Um, but you know, I think there's a happiness in doing a good job, making an impact, making a difference, making people's lives better, being a support figure for your team, um, and knowing that your efforts are contributing to the success of something. So, um, just want to say all that. Um, and we'll talk about that when we bring you on the show. So having a hearty HR department, um, you really get the, so is a hearty HR department there to energize the team or do you put that more on management? I, support, my opinion the on this, to energize, to get them, uh, you know, with a certain level of buy-in or a certain level of feeling cared for that's, would you put that on management or HR? I would put it on both, both, but primarily management. I think HR is the more formal and structured and organized version of that. Um, Because one thing that I found surprising at my current location is that our HR team is very involved in cheerleading, very involved in putting together employee events and celebrations and just kind of like being the heart of the hotel. Almost like a the keepers and the bears of the culture, if you will. Yeah, keepers and bears of culture. And they when when we do onboarding for our associates, they have a two-day mandatory training where they just go off into <clears throat> uh oftentimes it's a, a meeting space or the back of the restaurant. And there is a two-day just kind of culture setting period of time uh, where you're just becoming immersed in what the values of, of this location will be and how you're a part of that and you know, X, Y, Z, all this stuff, just to kind of energize the associates into kind of believing in the mission. So I, th <laughs> I think uh, Mike Boy. here is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is see this is stuff that only happens at night this is when people are honest i hope you had an okay day by the way because um, this this might be the the symptom of something that happened during the day but but right so energized feeling cared for what is this right because people don't get it the irony is that we don't people don't get that every day the mission <laughs> so in i tom you're you're talking about a very very active deep how many people do you have in your hr department uh we have two two for 647 rooms uh 
half that. Or no, it's 367 three, or something three, four, like that. Uh, yeah, 365, 364, 366 or something like that. Okay. I took a tour of the hotel. I should know. But anyway, so 300-some rooms, two people. You got beautiful catering space, by the way. Um, but so two people. Do you feel like that's a good number? Um, they are currently looking for a director. So they're okay. So they want they want three people. Want three? That's yeah. what the, the okay. So three people, a director, a manager, and an admin. Essentially. Okay. So, I guess the question is, why would you need three people? Um, because the real department has at least three people, right, Mike? Oh. See, <laughs> Mike's spitting facts over here, man. <laughs> Mike, where are you? Do we know Mike? I don't. I don't no, think we yet. do. No. So, Mike, you're tuning in. Do you know him? He's, no, he. Uh, I don't believe so. He's tuning in over from YouTube. Mike, tell us where you're from, what you do. Um, we'd love to get to know you. Thanks for tuning in. We're glad to hear from you. Um, means a lot. Um, but so I guess the that answers the question. A real department has to have three people. That's uh -oh. it, right? Huh? Yep. Hold on. I'm waiting for a comment to come through, but go ahead. Here we go. Look at that. You guys algorithm. showed up in my algorithm. Love it. <laughs> Word. Are you a hotelier? Do you work in hospitality? And if you don't, why the hell are you listening to us? <laughs> yeah. That's because hospitality is everybody's business, Kyle. Come on. There you go. Um, so anyway, so we have three people in this department Mike might be a Navy <laughs> SEAL. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, we, I don't even yeah. know, man. Yeah, he's not sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, I love that. I love that people are tuning in. Glad that the algorithm is working out for us. Be sure to subscribe, Mike, if, if, if you haven't already. Um, share with your friends who also don't even know, man. Um, so, human resources, three people. 347 rooms and you feel you just that got they are... all of those facts wrong <laughs> <laughs> two, two people 300 and, yeah whatever go ahead 364. <laughs> we're quantifying everything incorrectly this is why we need the importance of resources for compliance and accurate record yeah keeping. that's why you can't depend on the uh, department <laughs> managers to, to yeah, yeah this is why we need a director we don't we don't want the managers here yeah, because the operations managers are all over the place most of the time. Um, <laughs> but anyway, two people, whatever rooms, and you think they're doing a good job. They energize the team. They're very much actively involved in culture. So your hotel is brand new. Yeah, so, we're just, we're ju we just passed our one-year mark. Right, so barely new. Um, well, one year, really? Mm -hmm, one year. We just oh. we celebrated the one year, I think, in... May or June. Oh, right. But if we look at the context of it, everything was, I don't know if everything was closed, but it's really, it really got busy probably after the, you know, and it takes a while for a hotel to stabilize. It's probably still not stable, but anyway. So culture is really important in any business, but especially when you're starting out because the Pendry brand, Montage International, I mean, Montage. Oh, <laughs> did we cut it? A... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what oh, happened boy. to him there. You know, we uh, start talking about brand names. We got to cut off because you know we got uh, we got struck down. 
<laughs> by the streaming gods. <laughs> Kyle just got kicked off of YouTube, I guess. Yeah, um, so um he's uh oh he's back in. I guess I could let him back in. So what happened? So there? Kyle, when you start mentioning brand names, I think the algorithm will kick you out and you can't actually talk about them. Yeah, the the uh, FBI agent said nope. Um, <laughs> got me out of there. Um but what I was gonna say, something it about how hecked. yeah, Packers. something about how Pendry only has like six hotels or something. Like it's very few, right? Yes, they currently only have a few in the continental United States, but they're they're rapidly growing. They're opening, I think, three properties this year, three or four properties this year. So the importance of HR is deeper than just protecting the turnover, right? It's also bearing the culture like this is like they're going way um into like on a on a overall business level of the entire portfolio like if we don't get culture right at the six hotels that we currently have and we don't establish a brand we'll never grow because we're not going to mean anything it's not going to be anything real it's all going to be fake um so for the hr to be deploying their time and energy into two-day mandatory culture sessions and um, employee cheerleading and energizing people and feeling good and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I feel like that's a great use of their time, personally. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, and at the same time, it's not like they're not doing the other essential right. tasks, right? Like they are dead set on ensuring that the hotel is well-staffed and, you know, all the back end stuff that they have to do. So uh, obviously I don't work in their department and if right you, you know, actually there's a we would have to have of everything. You know right, we would have to have way, right? them on to, to talk about like all of you know the right. stuff that they're working on. You but. thought you were on the insurance plan, you're not actually. <laughs> yeah. um, they didn't enroll you. They forgot to submit it. They were right. too busy uh doing at the, the employee at the, at the party. <laughs> they were in the back of the restaurant with some sipping, sipping on <laughs> um but but yeah human resources culture it's all imperative um you know i, I worked at a hotel um that had director of human resources assistant director of human resources human resources manager human resources coordinator like all this stuff and they didn't do anything um, mm. there was no parties, there was no recognition everyone was in their office and it's like, what are you doing all day in your office? Like talk about a waste of money right there. Alternatively. Oh, and by the way, the hotel was union. So you're wasting all this money on, um, these human resources, people who are in their office all day. And then you have, well, you're wasting your money because you're spending more money than you have to, because the union got voted in. And then therefore you're spending even more money because you have to hire these people to just deal with the labor relations and the union issues instead of actually making the culture right. So to just invest some money up front and having some human resources to make people feel good so you don't get a union to begin with seems like a worthwhile investment to me. And we could even take it a step deeper or a few steps deeper and say, if you have human resources and also everybody on the same page but for the purpose of this conversation if you have human resources that's engaged if you have human resources that is 
you know, uh, taking accountability for the culture of the hotel and the employees feel great. They feel like they're a part of something. That means that they're not going to housekeepers are not going to swipe their carts down the wallpaper in the corridors, uh, because they don't want <laughs> it's a little too close to home, Greg. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Brooke, are you listening? Oh. <laughs> uh, the housekeepers aren't going to swipe their carts. The servers aren't going to throw $12 knives into the garbage can when they're clearing plates at the dish pit. Uh, and you're going to have to spend more money. And then when the pip comes, so now when it's time to renovate or the pip shows up, you're going to spend less money on the pip. So doing it also sets a, is it saves you money when it's time to do do the pip. But owners don't see that. It, it's that's a consistent culture at the hotel as well. Like it's not going to vary really between the departments as much, because if you're setting it primarily on those individual department heads, you somebody is going to have a, a vastly different experience in the different departments, and I'm sure that. There's a certain degree of that that is happening anyways, of course, because you've got different leaders. But there still is a core common shared value that's being instilled. And it's not just damaging the product and the property. It's when they're walking down the corridors and they see a plate next to a guest room, you know, nobody's looking, but they're going to pick it up because they feel like they're part of the mission. They're part of the drive. They're part of the value. They're um, one of the Navy SEALs. They're right. one of the Navy SEALs. And uh, you're also circling back full circle to the first PM shift episode discussing uh, guest perceptions. Um, the plate in the hallway is definitely a guest perception. Especially uh, if that plate stays in the hallway for... Imagine uh, going to bed at 7 p.m. and waking up at 8 a.m. and the plate's there. And then you have a break during your meeting. You go up to take a dump. The plate's still there. Um you 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 leave to go to dinner plate's still there yep mm -hmm. we've all been there um yeah paula. talk about a negative perception paula, paula tell us what time it is in brazil for kyle please it is 11 16 p.m brazil time wow Look at that anybody can learn yes i feel like i'm a local resident already <laughs> So do you guys have any any final sentiments and comments to, to kind of bring this all? I guess it's kind of been a bunch of different threads that we've kind of been chasing, but is there anything that you guys can say to unify and kind of t bring it tied into a knot? Lovely. I don't know how to unify. I just know how to go off Pretzel. on tangents. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely cheese. We all know that you, everybody here except for maybe Mike, because he just discovered you today um or discovered us today he doesn't know that you like to go on tangents but we all know well we all know. but welcome uh, to the insanity if i have to say anything it's a it you know your human resource needs to it's eleven sixteen. she said yeah um prioritize they need to prioritize taking care of their people they need to prioritize training and onboarding onboarding is such such a big thing we didn't even touch on that today like that's such a big big part of welcoming that person in and helping prevent turnover they feel welcome they have the tools that they need to get the job done like it's just it's priceless um Thanks, Paula. and <laughs> and lastly housekeeping week is coming up in a few weeks so get ready for that <laughs>
week international of housekeeping week what is it september 16th through no it's uh, the week of the 11th yeah the 11th through the 17th okay cool so i really like that ownership i really like that ownership when associates feel invested and feel that natural drive to collect the trash in the hallways of the cigarette butts in the parking lot i appreciate that so much and we're going to learn that's probably a key element to dylan's award-winning hotel is because he can't do it all himself we can't do it ourselves we right. need somebody there who's going to be there to do the right thing. And, um, and I'm going to shout out James at my hotel. Um, he's our driver, Bellman, and he does never he never hesitates to help out on a guest call, take out the trash if it's filled in the front. Even if there's housekeeping here, you know, I told him, you know, it's not necessarily your job. But I appreciate you helping. He's like, yeah, I know they're busy cleaning rooms and stuff, so I'm just going to go ahead and take care of it so the guests don't have to see it. It's like first time working in the industry and he already he he understands it so i just wanted to give him a little shout out that's great james you're you're doing great um that's just awesome and under great leadership of course i'm not surprised that you'd be doing that um, <laughs> oh thanks i still need a script from him so we'll we'll see if he gets that going right um keeping in mind he's also a playwright um and we're trying to do something here with some so stay tuned Anyway, if I had to tie it up into a knot, if I could attempt to do that, I would say that uh, the value of human resources is both in their administrative prowess along with their um, employee relations and culture impacts, um, meaning that the administrative work that they do is so important because if Again, if somebody doesn't clock in right and they're responsible for looking at it and they don't do it, it screws up somebody's life. If they don't enroll somebody and into the insurance plan because they were behind and there's not enough help and somebody gets sick, it's somebody's life is ruined. If somebody is trying to go on vacation with their family and they're too busy to help them with a team member travel benefits, that screws up their life. So human resources is vastly important for their administrative work and it shouldn't be understated. However, the email can wait. Um, just an allusion to something I did. Um, so the email can wait too. So you should also take time to go out of your office, you know, walk through the laundry room, walk through the stewarding area, walk through different places, see people be seen, because when you walk around and people are in HR, if you're a manager, you're in HR, you walk through and people are like looking at you like, wow, this is HR. You are, you're the hope, you're the, you're the fair, you're the, 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 the judge, you're, you're everything to people. Uh, so I think it's really important for HR professionals to remember that. So combining the um, administrative with the employee relations and the culture and then also just to the owners listening, the value of human resources on your uh, real estate asset, the PIP is gonna be less expensive if you take care of people and you have human resources in place to do it. Um, the guest scores are gonna be higher, less turnover, et cetera, et cetera. So HR is practical and that's my final. 100% and before we continue um, real quick in reference to your the email can wait. Uh, Kyle was featured in Christine Trippy's Sweet Sixty Conference, which is sixty-ish minutes of 
um, hospitality leaders sharing uh, their advice in all different areas in hospitality from culture uh, to sales, et cetera, et cetera. So I just linked the um, her that website to that in Facebook and uh, YouTube, and I will go ahead and do that on LinkedIn. It won't let me do it directly through here, so I'll do that separately. Uh, it's It's free, so take a look. You can break it down 60 seconds per person um and learn a ton yeah so so his is kind of boring no you should not skip over mine because if you want to see me walking through a hotel and talking about emails can wait you should do it it's pretty cool um so yeah tom what about you man What, what do you have to say uh you guys have done a really well you know really good job at bringing it together already um Oh, I would okay. just we'll just end it there then. Yeah, <laughs> I would. We'll I would. I would, refle- <laughs> I would reflect your sentiments. Uh, it's 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 got to be a place that people can feel like they can go to, like the door can't be closed all the time. You can't be hiding in your office. Um, if you've got more than two employees, there's no excuse to not f- feel like you can bring that energy to this to be the heart of this location. Um, because at the end of the day, nobody in those line level uh, positions, they don't really know what you're doing in there. Um, they don't really know what your day looks like. And they look to you as a leader of this, of this property. Um, they want, you know, they, they want to get something from you. They want to see something out of, out of what you're doing. So, I don't know. I'm kind of losing my train of thought, but um, <laughs> no, I like that a lot, Tom. That I feel like I feel like it's important for associates to to feel like they can have a place to go to, and you've got to be able to set that example. Because if you're not setting that example, then you know what are you here for? And um, if you don't have HR on, on property, you know it kind of sets a certain sets a certain kind of feeling. Yeah, we didn't even talk about cluster HR today or how HR can be a a waste of resources. Potentially. Right. That's a whole different. So we, we could do more about this. Um, Maybe we'll have to bring some guests on um, or maybe we'll just keep talking about another time tomorrow. I I can't be here tomorrow uh, because we're doing something for some clients. Um, We're actually going to be entertaining some of our clients uh, in at the arena across the street, we have a skybox. Uh, oh, fancy. Uh, oh, fancy. And um, a pretty famous comedian is coming in. So we're going to be up there with watching the show tomorrow. So um, so that'll be fun. But we'll we'll be back on the grind maybe Friday night. Um, yeah. Real quick, I just noticed that a comment that didn't come over from Rachel Vandenberg. Uh, huge respect for keeping the conversation going at this hour. So, Rachel. Oh, thanks, Rachel. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't pop over, but. Yeah. Rachel gets it because she's an uh, independent hotel owner and operator. So she and manages her own staff. Like if you're an entrepreneur with your own business, you definitely get it um, when it comes to HR and stuff. And my HR even, has been my advisor because I really want to all attend in person. Yeah. We didn't even talk about HR as an advisory role for the hotel oh yes dylan this is why we have you tuning in every night um yeah we actually pay him to watch and comment 
<laughs> Your check is in the mail, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is this is great. We we could definitely go more. So I don't know. Maybe like we we pick it up next time with cluster HR and advisory HR and all that kind of stuff. Or maybe we think of something else to talk about. If you want us to talk about something, let us know in the comments. Um, we're gonna need ideas because, well, if we do this like several times a week, we're gonna need things to talk about. We only know about so many things and it's not a lot. Uh, there's still a lot of things we haven't talked about yet. So, yeah, but we're always open to ideas. So definitely let us know. And then just a quick reminder before we wrap up, subscribe to this channel, turn on notifications for this channel, like this video, comment on this video and share this video, follow on LinkedIn. Um, I know it's streaming from Greg's LinkedIn, but make sure you follow Tom and I as well um, to keep up with the daily shenanigans of hospitality life. Um, we also have a documentary out called Follow Me and I'll Be Behind You. Good. Documentary chronicles the award-winning Doubletree by Hilton Hotel in downtown Reading, Pennsylvania, which was uh, developed by a lifelong uh, hotelier and real estate mogul named Albert Boskov, who uh, developed this hotel, in which was once the poorest city in the nation, Um and used the hotel as a catalyst to revitalize the community. So it's a very heartwarming story, and it speaks to everyone in the industry. Uh, and, and quite frankly, kind of related to our topic here, um, we in the documentary you actually hear from the hotel's director of human resources about different programs and things that have been done to help the, uh, the situation for the city and also the employees. So I definitely think... Community involvement, that's another huge topic that we didn't talk about. I mean... One of my previous locations, we would do plenty of things with the community and charities and bringing them in through our HR department. So, but anyways, go ahead. Well, I, so posted, I don't know. I posted the link to the trailer if you want to check out the trailer, see if it interests you. It's on all three streaming platforms that we're on now. So yeah, yeah you could out. also visit www. Well, the, we got to fix the link. The uh, there's a little yeah there's, yeah. You just have a clerical thing, administrative to fix really quick, but we'll let you know. Oh, oh okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, check out the trailer for now. Um, anyway, see you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, we're leaving. All I right, I screwed up. I forgot the link wasn't working. I'm sorry, I messed the whole show. How up. dare you? You <laughs> know you? this. You know what, Kyle? You don't have to come back. This is why <laughs> they need a voting thing on here so we can have people vote on whether or not they want Kyle to come back for another show. Can, yeah, if, but if I we got to get our HR department to come and if I start talking about <laughs> brands, I'll get kicked out. So, um, hey, I didn't even that was that was that was yeah. the platform actually. Yeah, you just got you, you just, just got kicked. You were like the AI was like, we're sick of this guy going off on tangents. We just can't take it anymore. Well, I realized you talked for about fifteen minutes straight, so it's like, all right, we need to get <laughs> yeah, somebody reset. else's voice going on. Here. <laughs> Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. We love you. We appreciate you. Mike, nice to meet you. Dylan, good to see you. Paula, good to see you. Um, Brooke, I hope you enjoyed the show if you ever listen to this. Um, thanks for your contributions. Brooke, they made me talk about you. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.